Hi, my name is Scott Schweitzer and I am the Clydesdale. My friends Amy Radowski, Charlie Yodi, Kat Shear love fitness as a sport as much as I do. We are all 40 plus Masters Age athletes who give all we have to lead a healthy, active life. We also want to bring you athlete interviews, human interest stories, and all the news surrounding the sport of fitness. If you like what you hear, consider giving us a five-star rating and writing a review. We are also available with full video on YouTube at the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast, as well as all traditional podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Clydesdale underscore fitness and friends. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. My name is Scott Schweitzer. I am your host and I am the Clydesdale. We love to do fitness and these are my friends. Hey. What's going on guys? Not a whole lot. We need to thank our sponsor, RX Smart Gear. They are the best jump rope in the business. Uh, they, you can, they have jump ropes that you can customize with your own handles, your own weight of rope, different colors of the ropes, all kinds of things. And you can get 15% off by using the code Clydesdale15, all caps, at checkout and get 15% off that new rope. Also, we are hashtag to road to a thousand, trying to get a thousand subscribers on YouTube. Uh, our subscribers have slowed. We need you all to pick it up a little bit. Uh, but when we hit the next century mark, we will be giving away an RX Smart Gear Jump Rope as long as you have a public profile and subscribe to our channel. And you can find that at Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast on YouTube. I will say I had to email out the customer service this week to ask them a question about some of my previous ropes. And I heard back within a few hours. Um, yeah. yeah. So that was great. Yeah, they're super, they're super awesome. Um, every time I've had to send in a question, I get a response really fast. So yeah, best jump up in the business, Clydesdale 15, all caps. Make sure you use that at checkout and don't forget like Kat did one time and pay full price. <laughs> It's a hobby of mine. The other thing I want to mention before we get into the agenda for tonight is still have some cups available. The wine goblets, I have four of these left, just four. And then we also have the coffee cup. This is my coffee cup right here. I use it every day. It keeps my coffee warm all morning. And I have two, two of these babies left and they're worth every bit of the money you spend on them. So DM me, um, reach out on YouTube, reach out on Instagram, however you need to. If you want one of these cups, they're awesome. And that's all I have to say about that. So it has been, it always feels like a long time since I get to talk to my friends and it's just been a week. Um, But during that week, the semifinals were announced as to where they were going to be and what partners they were going to go with for the semifinal events for the CrossFit Games season. And just to kind of remind everybody, we have the Open, we have the quarterfinals, we have the semifinals, we have the last chance workout and or last chance competition, and then the Games. So this is that 
right before the last chance and after the quarterfinals. And uh, Kat went through it last week as to how many people from each are going to get to go um, to the games and how many of those people will then go on to the last chance work, the last chance um, competition. But now we know the names. So in North America, there are four, and that is the West Coast Classic, Granite Games, Atlas Games, and the Mid-Atlantic CrossFit Championship. Uh, so two of those are loud and live. Uh, Mac has been around for, they were around for two sanctional seasons um, before getting shut down on COVID last year. And then the Atlas games were around for one year and then they got shut down. Actually, they were the first sanctional to get shut down during COVID. Um, and the athletes were actually there, ready to go. And the plug got pulled the night before. <laughs> so, so these are all existing um, sanctional events and they will be the North American contingent. Uh, Europe is the German throwdown and the Lowlands throwdown. Um, I can't, where the German throwdown, did it ever get to be held or was it, it's a new I one? I don't from, think so. Yeah. Lowlands was held one year and then uh, the COVID year. Then in Oceania, we have the, and my spell check changed it. It is the, shoot, something Torian Pro. Pro? Torian Pro. Yeah. Yeah, that is not what that says. Um, <laughs> uh, Torian Pro, and it was not a sanctional before. No. It was just, it is a big event in Australia, and a lot of people go to it, but it was not a sanctional event. And so I thought that was kind of a surprise mm -hmm. uh, in, this, in this batch, because there were two sanctionals in Australia, and then the Torian Pro is a big event there, but it is very different. Then in Latin America, it's the, Bra the Brazil CrossFit Championship. No surprise there. They've been around for a couple of years, big event. And then Asia is the CrossFit Asia Invitational, which I think is new. Brand new, and it's in yeah. South Korea. It's not even in China. So yeah, huge, huge change for that. Not sure why or how that's gonna work, but yeah, big, big And difference. then finally, we have Africa, which is the fittest in Cape Town, which yeah. they were around even before sanctional started. They did a yeah. year of sanctional and then got bumped out of the venue by a tennis tournament um, mm -hmm. last year. So they didn't get to hold the event, but they are, they've been around a long time and that, that was no surprise in the African uh, continent. So initial thoughts. No, I mean, we'll, just, we'll have to see which ones actually can happen in person and which ones have to maybe switch locations and, and things like that. You know, I hope, I hope they all happen. They probably won't, but it's cool to at least have, you know, a, a Polly Poly pragmatist is back saying. again. I mean, that's not my opinion. That's I've heard that from, you know, like the Dave Castro himself, like they're probably not all going to happen. Um, it'll be interesting to see if the contingency plan for not having them makes other people manage them. For instance, let's say Mac can't happen, okay? Mid-Atlantic CrossFit Championship. It's not a live and loud, loud and live event, um, but Loud and Live has experience putting on an online competition. So will, if something can't happen and DC's in lockdown or you know stage 
orange or red of COVID and they can't do a physical thing, will some other company aside from the people at 12 Labors come in and manage that online event for them from a technology perspective? You know, the, I'm guessing there'll have to be some partnerships there to do that. Did, did I see guess. in our judges, um, so Kat and I are in the judges Facebook page and there was a lot of comments going back and forth about this. And I thought I saw that the Mac is now under new management. No. No? Nope. So I just, I dreamt that. You may have. Okay. All right, cool. Um, I think the Mac was the biggest surprise for me in North America, but they needed an East Coast kind of thing. And and Wadapalooza already said it's going to be outside the season. So... I guess it makes yeah. sense from that perspective. And the other one that it could have been was Asbury Park, um, but New Jersey still has really strong restrictions against yeah. um, gatherings and things. And they, I actually read something today that Asbury Park is going officially is going to happen this year. It's going to be online, and it's obviously okay. not going to be you know the gateway to the games. But um, and it's going to be teams of three only, which is kind of cool because I think some of those some of these other events might lose that festival feel um, and not have those team of three categories like granite games used to have teams of three all the time. And I don't know that they're going to this year. Yeah. Wadapalooza did away with their teams of three. And I know people were disappointed because that, yeah. that was kind of their fun event of the year to yeah. hang out with their friends yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so hopefully Asbury gets, gets a lot of um, applicants and, and it becomes sort of a bigger deal. Cause that was a fun, I, I was able to go to that one and that one was a great event. Very cool. So with that being done, the next thing I have on the agenda is Max El Haj was on TEF talking elite fitness. And um, I know Kat talks about him <laughs> all the time and I've seen his own podcast and kind of how they go about things, but I was totally enamored with his appearance on Talking Elite Fitness. I just need to say as a, a co-host on this podcast, I have a hard time keeping up with both of your crushes. <laughs> True. You guys both have a lot of crushes. Yeah, and you are just, you're just a purist. You just have yep. the one. <laughs> I'm just a monogamist, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, what okay, I liked about, what I liked about Max is a lot of the conversation was about Sarah coming on and they were like, this seems to be the perfect fit. You know, they were really talking it up, Tommy and, and Sean and Max is like, whoa, 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 hold the horses. You know, the plan was for Sarah to come train with us this year. COVID has made that impossible. And so the amount of communication he can do with her has been limited because of the distance and the time difference. And then he said, the funny thing was she met with him in 2017. He identified all their, of her weaknesses and what she needed to do. And when she came back now, all of the same weaknesses are still in play. He said, so far, so good. Everything's going well, but people shouldn't put their hopes on an immediate transformation in year one. She is a games veteran. She does things one way and, you know, we are 
different and I have to work with her as a different athlete. And it may take some time, not just one year. Yeah, it's interesting that he said that too, because I've had conversations with other coaches of hers who have basically um, expressed the same concern regarding the fact that this is not just like a a one-year Sarah project to get her to the top of the podium. Like it's a, okay, I'm working with her now and it's 2018 and we're looking at, you know, 2021 game season to be like her year. So it's clear to me that she's got, you know, a laundry list of things that she needs to work on. And I don't know that she's, she, she definitely hasn't, obviously hasn't cracked the code yet to figure out. And it just, it's frustrating as a fan to know that perhaps she has sort of just, squandered away these last few years and not really made any real progress you know not to say that you know that other coach couldn't have helped her but she just I don't know circumstances where she didn't stick it out long enough or you know things changed and she had to move on I don't know but everyone seems that gets her hand their hands on her seems to have that same sort of trajectory that's not just you know okay Sarah's gonna win the games this year it's like we got a lot of work to do um so I hope she she just needs some stability, I think. When he said repeatedly on the podcast that she is a freak athlete, like she can yeah. do things that nobody else can do. Agreed. And he, he blatantly said like a lot of this is mental. A hundred percent. I mean, she, she has proven that. But the other part I, th- I found fascinating is he works right now with three main elite athletes, Sarah, Noah, and Travis. Travis Mayer, Noah, why can't I think of Olson and uh, and Sarah? So he was talking about the differences with the athletes. Like when Travis came to him, Travis was not a veteran athlete. He was a like brand spanking new athlete. He got him like right out of the womb and could work with him from the onset and didn't have to like break him of veteran habits. And um, Noah had a couple years in where there were some habits, but not a ton. And Sarah has been around six, seven years. And there's a lot of things that he has to work through with her. And so they're all three of them, while they all are under his tutelage, it's a very different process for each one of them. Yeah. And I like, I love the fact that he is, he actually is hired specialists to work with all of the athletes. He has a swimming specialist. He has an Olympic lifting specialist, and it allows him to do more of that like mental um, kind of conversation piece with the athletes and the specialists work with them one-on-one in their time. I wonder what, what kind of background does he have other than um, like, other than coaching? Like, does he have any kind of- Total badass. I mean, does he have any like social emotional <laughs> training? I'm seriously more of a curious question. Do you know? He was an MMA fighter. Okay. Okay. Um, it's not what I was thinking. So, okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what his training is, but he is super smart. That's the crush. Yes. Yeah. And I think, I think he, like he talks about all the research he's done and like data analysis, like it's, it's very, he said, the problem is, is the, one of the things that you need to train an athlete is to not overthink and think tank is in my name. And I'm known for like data analysis and all this other stuff, but 
Yeah. But it's almost like the athletes need to leave that to him. Right. You know? Yeah. I love his approach to coaching. And, and like I said, when I used to watch those breakdowns in the open, and if he does that again, you guys should watch those um, where he'll take an athlete and they'll do the workout on a Thursday night or a Friday and they'll videotape it and they'll do like frame by frame, you know, explaining sort of what they need to do to get better and how they can improve. And then they'll do it again, you know, Sunday, Monday, and, and you see the, you know, the results of that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That was my first foray into his podcast mm-hmm. blog, whatever. Yeah. Is there's the a lot of content out there. Yeah. All right. So the next big piece of news is that Adidas has announced that they are div- div- divesting from Reebok. I cannot speak tonight. What does that they- mean exactly? They're like selling off the that part of the company? Correct. Okay. Um, it's not the moneymaker that the other shoes are for them. And so they wanted to uh, kind of sell them off. So it's going to be interesting while Reebok is probably no longer the title sponsor of the games, they are still the apparel sponsor. And so it'll be interesting if they remain that or with this sale, does that change? And what I'm talking is the jerseys, the shorts. Right, the, yeah. Uniform, so to speak. Yeah, yeah I don't and know. You, and what is, I mean, and have other, have other apparel companies done the similar things? Has Adidas ever divested other companies that are still around? Like, I don't know enough about it to really... I don't either. I just have an opinion on like what that could mean for the future. Yeah. I think for us, the big impact is the, um, the sponsorship aspect in CrossFit. Are they still going to be able to do that? Mm -hmm. Well, and it depends on who buys them too. Like, right. You know, does, I think Puma's going to buy them. And then that'll be their CrossFit arm. Maybe that'd be cool. I mean, hopefully for us as consumers, it just, it doesn't change anything. Hopefully prices go down and quality goes up and it's all good. I just don't want to have to change my password on the CrossFit.Reebok site that I have to change like every five days because I somehow have like 18 logins and yeah. trying to get my discount. All other stuff well, and really they're, they're my favorite shoes. So yeah, same. Mm. For me personally, I just hope that they're still around. Now I do have probably 10 pairs in my closet that I probably can survive for a little while, <laughs> but I don't want them to go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, the next agenda item I have is our friend of the show, Annika Greer, was named one of the young guns to look out for by Tommy Marquez in the morning chalkup. Okay, but you heard it here first. Yeah, seriously. No duh. <laughs> like, when did we even talk to her? Was it over the summer? Yeah. It's been it's been almost a year. So I actually yeah, yeah. I actually talked to her um, the night I talked to her a couple times in the last week. Once she got a big package and I just asked her some questions. And then the other was this article came out and um, she's just super stoked. I think she is just itching to get to the open like she just wants to be able to get out there and put it on the floor um but she did agree to come on during the open our show to kind of talk about how that's going cool so um so we will have an appearance 
buy one Miss Young Gun, Annika Greer, on the show during the Open uh, to kind of see how she's doing and see how the Open's going. Yeah, that'd be great. I was asking her too, like if she had if she had in her mind sort of where she'd want to go for semifinals, if she qualified for the semifinals, because, you know, it'd just be great to like see her in person and cheer her on or whatever. And she, she was telling me, it's probably not a secret, but um, she was saying that Mac or uh, West coast would be her two choices. Um, And, you know, it depends on when they are and, and all that and if they're happening and and whatnot. But I thought she'd pick Atlas games and I was like, Oh crap, am I going to have to go to Canada? (laughs) Yeah. Well, she's, she's participated in the Atlas games before. Yeah. And I think that's probably why she's picked the other ones because she just wants to you know, broaden her horizons a little bit. So yeah, it'll be exciting to see. I cannot wait to see how some of these younger kids do in the open. It's just going to be really exciting. Oh, so and she's, yeah, strong, her and Emma. she's stronger than when we interviewed her. Oh yeah, for sure. And she is, she was super strong back then. Yeah. <laughs> there was a picture of her back uh, from a couple of weeks ago that like, my goodness. Yeah. I, I want a back like that. That girl's strong. Yeah. And delightful. Can we just say like, yeah. And for her age, like just mature beyond years. Mature, but not weird. I think I said that as a mother and as a coach. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And as a person, as a man, as as a a podcaster. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for her. That's cool. Some great press for her. We love it. Mm-hmm. So before we go to crew updates, any other news that you guys saw that you want to talk about at all? It's been kind of a slow, slowish week. Yeah. No, no I don't really. All right, we'll get into uh, the crew updates. Uh, so nutrition challenge. How's everyone? What's up doing? there? What's up there, Slim? Yeah. You're looking yeah. good. It's been it's been a little bit of a rough week. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, Now I'm hitting, I'm hitting everything I need to hit. Um, but the scale is just playing tricks on me. That's okay. Um, this week. So, but it's, I have to say, I know I talk about Cheryl a lot. I was having crushes. Here we go. I I was talking, I was having a, a tough day today because the scale just is bouncing up and down Mm -hmm. and, and, I got an audio message from her today and it just was like, all right, let's go. I'm ready to go through the wall. Time to get it on. Awesome. Um, and it just was perfectly timed. And she, and, and it just seems like she's that way this whole time. Like everything just seems to be um, really awesome. And Sunday we had a Zoom call where we talked about alcohol and mm-hmm. she explained things to me during that that I never knew before. And, you know, cause I always looked at it as, well, it's calories, it's a carb. And she's like, it is not a carb. It is alcohol, which it's the fourth, it's the fourth macro. It is. And it's your body views it as a toxin. And so when you drink alcohol, your body stops processing the other macros and gets yep. rid of the toxin first, yep. then works on your other macros. And I was like, wow, that makes I'm blown. That makes so much sense. And so I just, I know I go on and on, but she has just been perfect for me. It's just the right fit. 
And yeah, last week I was, I'm down 25.8 pounds in four weeks. I mean, that's insane for a month. Like that's great. It is. And I did take progress pictures today because today is the one month. Okay. Um, cool. And so I'm going to post them on Friday on my social media. It is very, very raw. And I, I am very, very nervous, but do it, but I'm doing it. Do it. That's great. That's cool. Well, my dad, my dad's in town. And typically when my dad is in town, we eat out and cook a lot and sit in the kitchen and eat neat, neat. Um, and I've actually gotten him to start using my fitness pal and tracking his macros and things. And he's very interested in it. So we've had like two or three days of really good, healthy eating. Um, we haven't really gone crazy. Usually it's just too many calories, right? Just too much food. Um, and he's learning how to sort of measure and weigh things when we go out to eat, even though we're still eating out, um, you know, we're making better choices. And I sort of explained to him, like I explained to a lot of my clients when, when you're trying to really sort of buckle down and, and be a little more disciplined, I find when I first start out, I become very antisocial. Cause I, you know, I don't want to go to happy hour. I don't want to go out to dinner because it's hard, you know, it's hard to now measure. It's hard to do that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now with COVID, right. You have no excuse. Um, but I'm really working with him to, you know, to figure out like he got some curry rice thing at, um, at this like Japanese restaurant takeout. And he's like, so how do I track this? And I'm like, all right, we're going to go through and, you know, take some of the ingredients and try to figure it out. It's just been, it's been really fun and he's super into it. So I'm very excited for this week that it's not going to be like when I drive into the airport on Sunday, I'm not going to go, oh, now I can start eating better, you know, or, oh, I just like blew it this whole week. So I'm really excited. It's been fun. That's, that is fascinating that you get right? to coach your dad, right? I know it's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Um, I have an update about your teammate and his nutrition uh -huh. that he told me this morning. Okay. He has, he has a bet with his son who's seven and his son, well, two, both of two of his sons have been like working out at home, like doing push-ups and you know, that kind of stuff. And they're really good actually. Um, like their form's pretty good. And he started, Cameron, his younger one, or the, the oldest of this crew, started busting his balls saying, dad, I'm going to have an eight pack. You know, I'm going to look, you know, better than you. And he's like, dad, you're just fat or something. And Charlie, you know, got, got offended. He's like, I'll have an eight pack before you or something. And uh, so he bet his son two toys from the store that he would have, uh, an eight pack in eight weeks. Mm -hmm. And I said, so what are you going to do? Stop eating? <laughs> right. Because then you won't get your, you won't get your veggie and fruit points from our nutrition challenge if you do that. Right. So mm -hmm. that's that. Um, Interesting. <laughs> and I just want to point out that my hair looks very red in this lighting, but it's not really this red. This is just a new computer and some new lighting. But I mean, I have some red tone, but this is not this is not as red as it looks on this screen today. You legit look so, like a ginger. It doesn't I'm look really, bad. It looks good. Yeah. It's just, that's just not accurate though. <laughs> but it's cool. We'll go with it. So how are we doing with points? Uh, who's ahead? Scott, you uh, got the tally? I think you guys are ahead. Um, just in my head, just thinking about the points. Uh, We're just, you know, in reality, we are. It's all good. Mm -hmm. Uh, redemption. 
I think what I have 24 this week, 24. Yes. Yeah. I um, think I had 26. Charlie had 28. I, I think Charlie oh. and I had the same. Did you say Charlie had 28? I think so. I, no, I think we both had 26. We'll have to go I back and review was, the points. I think he was giving you my points. Anywho, regardless, week one you killed us, and and we're we're trying to incrementally catch up. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. Yeah. Um, I had twenty eight. Scott, you had twenty four. Charlie had twenty six. Okay. And I had twenty six. And yeah. you had twenty six. So Amy and Charlie are washed, and you wiped me out. Yeah, it's okay. I get. I'm getting all the sleep. I, I missed it last night, but most nights I, I'm getting like between seven and nine hours of sleep. It's kind of awesome. So let me ask you, are you going by your whoop? Yes. Or are you going by hours plugged in your whoop? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't, my whoop is more accurate than me doing hours. I would think. Cause it tells me time in bed plus time asleep. Unless you guys disagree. I just, I'm, I have Amy. I'm going, with now. What, I'm going with what whoop says. <laughs> oh, is whoop telling you you're not getting any sleep? <laughs> well, I mean, if I would say whatever time whoop says you went to bed, do you know what I mean? Like use that. If it's, if it says you got up eight times in the middle of the night or whatever, you only slept two hours, I would readjust that to what time it was when you remember opening your eyes. You can do that. That's okay. Um, yeah, it's good at, at picking that up. It's, it's like, it says I'm up all through the night. Yeah. Mine will yeah, say that too. You don't need to do that. Sorry, someone's calling me. You saw my, my red recovery like all weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Today I'm in the yellow. I'm finally to yellow. I'm green today and I only had four hours of sleep. Look at you. I was at like 100% recovery and I had like eight hours of sleep or something. And somebody, I put it on my Instagram and I was getting a bunch of like, oh, this, that's awesome. I go, yeah, that's what taking a week off of doing anything <laughs> will do for you. Because <laughs> I haven't worked out in a week. <laughs> so yeah. Mine is from no alcohol. Well, that's good. Well, I have a candle making business, so. <laughs> we cannot, we're not going to sit here and compare part-time jobs. I'm trying to catch you. I have five, 587. <laughs> All right. So any good wads this week? Yeah, I uh, almost uh, threw up after one. I almost met Pukey. And it yeah. didn't, it did not look like it was going to be terrible. Although I knew it would be, but it, most people who, you know, I coached through it, didn't think it was going to be that bad, but it was five rounds of seven squat cleans at 155 and 105. And I want to say 14 kettlebell swings. And uh, so I went through it so fast that I felt like sometimes I get like a tickle yeah it was 14 sometimes I get like a, a tickle in the back of my throat and that makes me gag and so I was in the gym and I start gagging I knew I wasn't going to throw up but I was gagging and I'm going and I'm trying to find a door so I can get outside for Schweitzer remember it was just like when we did that one workout for the team competition where I we had to do like Randy oh where you did 
the, someone the had to do Karen. Mandy, someone had to do no it was a different one it was where it was at shred 2.0 and we were doing lighter weight snatches outside or something but anyways like i just get a tickle and then i gag and i have to like run away so people won't freak out that i'm gonna throw up even though i know but anyway, so that, I, that took me about seven minutes to do that, but it was, yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah. Well, during that time, I was probably throwing up myself because you were pushing me to a limit that. Yeah, I do that sometimes. Yeah. Well, I got to say, you know, my best wad of the weekend was um, putting up the insulation in my garage so that I could work out in a comfortable temperature. Um, but then I worked out yesterday on my lunch hour and I really like that. I like getting it in on lunch and then be, having the endorphin rush to get you through the afternoon at work. Perfect. And, uh, but the one thing I kind of forgot was I have not been on a bike in eight months. So I got my new bike on Saturday. I did a nice slow 2K on Sunday. And then yesterday I'm like, it's time to get on it. And I went, as hard as I could for 25 calories, got off the bike, could barely walk and tried to do 30 air squats. That was ugly. Um, I did the rest of my thing and then it was coming back up. I did my 30 air squats, got on the bike the last time and you might as well put a little bell and a basket on the front because there <laughs> like was no, no legs left at that point. My quads hurt so bad. But it's good. I know that it's doing what it needs to do. And that's probably why my scale is not, because my quads are probably full of inflammation, inflammation, and inflammation yeah. right now. I love it. That's cool. Kat, do you have anything? Mm, not really. No, we did like a thruster muscle up workout today. And we did this like rowing burpee. Someone did the high pull one yesterday. Um, but no, but I'm two for two this week. I'm going for going for five this week. We'll see how. Yeah. It goes. All right. So any family updates? I saw your son cat throwing ninety plus. Yeah, he finally hit ninety miles an hour off the mound. He's so excited. Um, I told you guys he's working with this new sort of coaching group online, and he's gaining a whole bunch of weight and trying to. I mean, I say a whole bunch of weight. He already weighed like almost two hundred pounds, and he's trying to get up to like two eight. Um, but yeah, he's doing good. He's doing real well. And we're just having fun hanging out with my dad for the week. We sold my stepmother's car today. Um, we took it to DMV. It did not pass inspection. Um, it needed like these little tiny amber lights in the front, such a stupid like violation. Um, so we were there way longer than we thought we had to be there. Um, I actually had to have my husband come and pick me up from DMV and take me home because I had to coach at two and my dad was not going to be home by two, even though we got to DMV at like 1130. So do you know that that is not a requirement in the state of Ohio? It, what? You yeah, do not have inspection. to get your car inspected. Really? Mm -hmm. So how does Ohio make money on cars then? Cheers, Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Charges Norman a leg for uh, registration. Got it. Okay. And our, yeah. And in, like yours, you have to, in Delaware, you have to get it inspected every time you renew the registration and that's you can get like a three-year tag instead of a one-year tag so you can okay. sort of let it go but we're you know the car was titled in south carolina it was titled to a woman who is no longer living 
And so like, there was all that rigmarole that we were afraid that, you know, my dad had a letter from the probate court saying that he was the, you know, executor of her estate. And that was the part we were most worried about. And then of course, like that all was fine. And then they take it through the lane and the poor girl we're selling it to, she's like, it failed inspection. We're like, oh my God, (laughs) it runs fine. Like, what do you mean? So it could have been so much worse. It could have been like emissions or something really bad. Um, So yeah, so now we have, uh, you know, a I have an envelope of cash and they have a car. I like being on your side. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Any updates, Amy? No, nothing to report over here. Oh, I did get, for me, I got my COVID vaccine today. All right. How you that feel? was a surprise. You feel uh, okay? Actually, right before we got on, I told Schweitzer my head, head was starting to ache a little bit. But Uh-oh. so I was on... Um, like you can fill out with our county, like for an extra doses list. So like if somebody doesn't show up or if they get too many doses, instead of throwing them out, you know, if you can get there within 30 minutes, it's, you can have it. And so I filled this out. This was like, a, I don't know, last month. And today I'm sitting at my desk, I'm, you know, at work. And it was like, we have an extra doses. Can you be here in 30 minutes? Well, I was two opposite sides of the town. And I was like, yes. And so I had 30 minutes to get there. It took me 28. (laughs) But I got there and I got my vaccine. And is the second one scheduled? Um, No, only because I'm doing it tomorrow. Only because their um, secretary had already left for the day because it was like at the end of the day. So cool. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, I got nothing for family, you know, just same old, same old, or drama that I don't want to discuss on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, either one, either one, it's fine. Either uh, one. But there's one update I forgot to mention is, you know, I got my cast off last week and my ankle has been so sore because it has been in a cast for mm. two and a half years. Mm. And you know how we have hated on the Reebok or Nano X I love the Nano X now. (laughs) It gives me just enough support while I'm trying to strengthen it that it's not like throbbing at the end of the day. Good, good. So yeah, I've I've come to peace with my Nano Xs. I actually got another pair and I actually really like them. So yeah, it took like a day and a half to maybe two and a half days. But do you work out in them or just wear them? Yeah, I, I started just coaching in them, thinking I wouldn't work out in them. And now they're part of my regular rotation. Because like Scott, I have like 10 pairs and I just sort of, you know, I match my outfits to them. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, let's get to our silly questions. And we'll do this one, uh, Amy Cat Me. And it is, what movement do you want to see in the open? And what don't you want to see? Our muscle ups, I want to see, and I don't want to see thrusters, but I will. Any story behind any of that or? I love bar muscle ups. And um, what I like about it too is that I can do some, but also that I can't do them like super fast. So if they are in a workout, I know that I am excited to do the workout because I want to do the bar muscle ups, but that I'm also not going to be necessarily under a lot of, um, you know, breathing problems because I know I'm going to be slower. So your built-in like, built rest, it's kind of yeah. like a partner workout, right? right. So I yeah. kind of like that. I'm like, okay, I don't have to like 
go out super hot. I can just paste this. Uh, and thrusters, I just hate them. So. This might be the year that we don't see them. And I was thinking too, you know how they always repeat a workout, but now with limited equipment and things like that, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of hoping that they don't repeat a workout. Like, can we just start afresh, start new? You know, there's new leadership. There's, it's a new season. It's a different format. Can like some of those traditions just don't need to happen. Yeah. In my opinion. So I'd be okay if they didn't repeat a workout. I mean, I know there's tons that they could repeat if we go through the Seven list of ones they haven't repeated yet and the, the equipment and whatnot, but I don't know. I think it would be cool if they didn't. Yeah. Um, I do not want to see bar muscle ups because I, while I used to be able to do them, I cannot do them right now with my COVID-19. So and when I say that, I mean the 19 pounds that I've gained <laughs> since COVID uh, makes gymnastics really difficult. So I'm going to say no to the ring muscle-ups or bar muscle-ups. And I'm going to say yes to um, snatches, dumbbell snatches. I can hammer through 35 pound single arm dumbbell snatch, like nobody's business. Yeah. I'm really good at them. Nice. I'm gonna say. And I have video of me doing them for the very first time in a competition, like where I was wearing gloves <laughs> because I didn't know how to like, hold and switch and I ripped the finger of the glove during the thing because they got all tangled up in my hands and so it's really cool to watch that video and then see me do them now like so effortlessly at that weight yeah I'm with you I I'm pretty quick at dumbbell snatches it's can my cardio keep up with mm. Your the, the lifting part of it um yeah but for me like what I would love to see in the open is a nice big old back squat but it ain't mm. ever going to happen. But that's my dream. The Clydesdale division of the open, big old back squat. Um, and then the one I don't want to see, the stupid um, box step up with a dumbbell. Mm. Totally. Yeah, you'll see that, unfortunately. But yeah, yeah, those are tough. They are real tough. When you have a 28-inch inseam, that box is like monumental yeah. let me tell you something have you seen charlie do that box step up i think i have shorter legs than charlie <laughs> i know i have shorter legs than all you y'all yeah, and it's right. yeah it's definitely a struggle and i've trained those a lot it seems like lately they've been coming up in programming and they're just not getting any easier <laughs> no. now one, i will tell you one dumbbell is better than two a hundred percent I think I, you know, I may, we may be onto something there with just the single dumbbell because um, it's just one dumbbell for the open. Yeah. Um, so I'll be okay with that. But yeah, those are, those are tough. They're, it's kind of like lunges, you know, like they come up every so often and they crush you a couple days later. And then I think I got to do more of those. And then I just never do. Because they're hard and they crush yeah. you. <laughs> they crush me. I just got to add it to a list of all the other things I need to do more of. All right. So for question two, we're going to go cat Amy knee. And it is when we get out of COVID, where is the first place you want to go? This is easy for me. A baseball game in a stadium with a cheesesteak and lots of people. I don't care who, who's playing. I'm going to go to a baseball game. Gosh, I love that. Mm -hmm. I love a ballpark hot dog. Yeah. The Sitting there with a beer. 
Ah, yep. that's that's life right there. Amy? Well, mine, I would say I could technically do it now, but I just, I don't. And I don't know, mine's not definitely not as cool as cats, but when I first thought of it, I was like, I want to go to the movies. Like, I just want to take, I used to like have dates with the kids and that would be our, like our little thing. Cause Scott doesn't really like to go cause it's super expensive, but I just it would like love to have these dates, like with the kids and just go and do that. And yeah, I could probably do it now, but we're just trying not to to do that. Well, the one thing you can add to everybody's what they want to do once COVID is over is you say what you want to do and you add the three words without a mask. Without a mask. Yeah. So you want to go to the movies without a mask. Yeah. Well, where I want to go is either Las Vegas or Cookville (laughs) or Atlanta. I hear you. I hear you. And that's a little bit of an inside joke. Um, I want to go hang out with CrossFitters and just see what training's like, see what's going on. And, you know, we've, we've formed some relationships with people in those cities-ish. Well, not Atlanta yet, but the other two cities and hoping that maybe we can make a little trip for a couple of days to one of those. And that's that's really where I want to go when COVID's over. I want to go see somebody do CrossFit fast. Yeah, I love it. So, all right. Next week's guest. Guests. Guests. <laughs> so it is, it is crazy. We have so many people in the hopper, like, mm-hmm. and we have more people coming to interview But we actually did this interview, what, like two months ago? A year ago, yeah. (laughs) And so um, it's one of our favorite people in the world. And he brought along his wife this time. And it is Dex Hopkins and Marilyn Hopkins. Doctor, Doctor Doctor Marilyn Hopkins. Hopkins. Mm -hmm. And she explains what kind of doctor she is and what that means. And um, she is super wicked smart. Um, and they are so fun together. They are fun. Uh, and their, their, their baby, um, Anna Keaton, turned one on my birthday, February 20th, last Saturday. So we are birthday twins. Well, they, and they always, every story has two sides to it during this interview, yeah. which is really the most fun part of it. Yeah. Because Dex will tell his story and Marin will tell the real story. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to put and that. She's, and she's been popping up on a bunch of podcasts. I just I just saw another one, Type 1 uh, Lifting had her on, or at least published the episode of her on. And I'm like, I'm thinking, hang on, Marilyn, you're coming. <laughs> you know, we yeah. got you. We probably talked to them before she had done any of those other ones. But it's just, yeah, the release mm-hmm. schedule gets us sometimes and we have there are certain things that we need to do that it's tough because and i don't even know if i've shared this with you there are podcasters that have reached out to me for advice and kind of like mentoring Mm -hmm. and type one is one of the people who reached out to me Mm -hmm. um but he is like the coolest dude he he actually is a type one diabetic and he sells merchandise that all the proceeds go to juvenile diabetes like it's a really cool podcast and I, you know, you know, 
high tides rise all ships. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, he's a great dude. And, and I knew he was having Dex and Marilyn on, uh, but he did it separately and, and he's a very different podcast than we are. So, um, yeah. it's all good. We can all share the love. Absolutely. All right. So best thing from the internet. I'll go first. Cause I know neither one of you picked this. So my thing is I was listening to coffee pods and wads um, with Tasia Persevich and um, the host of coffee pods and wads was talking about how, well, they were talking about Tasia jumping out of the plane and how crazy that was. And he compared it to the first time he ever bungee jumped. And he talks about, they strapped him in and they're like, we have to go to the edge. And then they, they basically lift the harness to give you a wedgie to lean you out over. And then they let you go when you say good. It took him an hour and a half to make the jump. I love it. And he kept like having a hard time getting And the way he tells the story and it's an Irish accent. Like I'm rolling laughing about how many times and, uh, just as he jumps, he's supposed to go head first because if you don't, it'll whip you around at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And he forgot that and went feet first. And the guy running the bungee jump ye- yelled the F bomb. And at that point, he's like, What happened? I'm gonna die. <laughs> like, <laughs> and because he went feet first, he heard Velcro tear when it hit the bottom and of course just flipped him out it's it's so worth the listen if the way he tells the story is so good uh best thing on the internet this week that's funny that's funny so mine's also a podcast so the josh matt Sevon podcast uh, episode nine i think it is i'm only halfway through it um but I, did you do you guys remember me talking about um wouldn't it be cool to know who the guy is behind the camera that's filming Matt and yeah. Sammy? Uh-huh. Well, we find out in this episode who it is. And I'm like screaming at the television after it's happening. Um, they have a guy, they share a guy, obviously, because Sammy's got her content. Matt's got his content. His name is Claude Hauser. His nickname is Bo Hauser. Um, he's on, he has an account on Instagram and he is moving to Vermont with them. And he works out with them and he's friends with them. And I just think that's the coolest job ever. Uh, Matt talks about how they, they went on Amazon and bought him a, a new gimbal for, you know, the production and the, and the camera work that he's been doing for them and whatnot. So just super cool. But we finally figured out who it was. And what I loved is he said the most important qualification was how they got along. Yeah. Right. Is it someone yeah. they wanted to hang out with? Sure. Yep. Super cool. He also talks in that podcast about how he's invited some athletes, some high level athletes to come and stay with them. And not as a, I'm stepping on the toes of your coach, AKA Justin Medeiros um, and his coach, but just to come and hang out and I have a two bedroom apartment, you know, that kind of thing. So gosh, I'm hoping that, you know, we've all predicted like that, that Matt will somehow have some hand in Jason's uh, Justin's success in the future. I would love for the two of them to get together. Yeah. He, um, he even said that he invited the coaches to come as yeah. well. Yeah. Well, so. I think that was the, 
the tip that made me think it was probably Justin. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm wondering if like Velner, cause him and Velner are so close mm -hmm. and, and he, and he's close with Michelle too. So. And Velner needs like a gym to go to. Cause he's, you know, they're in like strict lockdown there. Yeah. That'd be cool. Also. What do you got, Amy? Um, fluffy duck. So a couple of things. Number TikTok, one, TikTok fluffy duck. I mean, just fluffy duck. He makes money on TikTok. He has some really good TikToks. He does. Yes. Schweitzer. That's it. There's two <laughs> things, but that, that's what I'll go with. Whatever app he's using to put those athletes and putting the songs to them where their heads are moving around and singing is cracking me up. I thought it was hysterical. Um, and I love like Pat Vellner is such a good sport. Like he always comments on it and, you know, puts an emoji back to it. So I love that. But the other funny thing was I woke up Sunday and couldn't go back to sleep. And so I just pulled on Fluffy Duck and he was going through and doing like answering questions from people who would write stuff in. And <laughs> I was just cracking up, you know, just like he would be like, he would read one question. He's like, there's always weird, one weird one in the group. And then he goes through it. And then he's like, oh, I take that back. There's a second. So <laughs> it just or it like the, the people that asked to like see his feet or, you know, yeah. Yeah, weird stuff, but it was it's he, it was a good laugh for waking up early on Sunday. How cool is it that there's all of these platforms about like our sport that we love so much and that it's just so lighthearted and fun. I I think it's great. Yeah. For one, sure. the Dave Castro one is epic that he did. Yes. With yes, Dave, I'm the like... bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's epic. And then yeah. one fluffy duck that is will forever be my favorite is when he ordered the leggings that make your butt look yep good oh, and he's God. like in the mirror going damn <laughs> damn <laughs> that's one of my favorites all of all yep. time for sure so well that is a good week. that is our show for the week uh we want to thank our sponsor again rx mark gear don't forget to use clydesdale 15 all caps at checkout get 15 percent off all of your jump rope necessities and also i actually saw um annie sakamoto kind of praising the new alex smith grips mm -hmm. uh that rx sells and so they're on the website as well so check those out um again clydesdale 15 all caps uh, no new releases, no special editions, but everything else 15% off. Make sure you like, subscribe, and comment uh, below. We'd love the comments that come in. Uh, it helps the algorithm. Hit that like button. Um, yeah, subscribe. Get a chance to win an RX Mark Gear jump rope. And with that, we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Bye. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. Remember, you can find us now on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.